Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I'm always thinking about what I should say when I get on the podcast. And yes, I do have topics and I do have um, things that weigh on my mind and weigh on my heart. And I believe this is a platform to share because as I think, I'm not the only one that thinks the way I think or trying to figure out how life works and what's going on in the world and what's going on with religion and what's going on with relationships and family. And as I listen to other people, I hear similar thoughts. I hear similar ideas. I hear um, similar seasonal situations that um, exist now. And for me with the podcast, it was something that was placed on my heart. And granted, you know, it's been told to me and suggested to me that I do the podcast as well as write a book and share my story. And even in sharing my story, as it being therapeutic for me, but beneficial for those that would read it. And the thing about a story, and again, predicated on the truth, is that it started somewhere and it has some middle and it has some ups and some downs and everything. And then it has an end or a be a to be continued. And for me, it's, it's easy to share with my friends. It's, it's easy because they're my friends and they know me and they were there through basically every ups and downs and the laughter and the sadness and the promotions and the demotions and all of the stuff that's happened in my life. But to share with people who don't know me and never met me and have no concept about me, I think is more difficult. And I realized that, you know, it is putting yourself out there to be scrutinized, to be judged on a larger scale, because I'm sure my friends and my family, they make their judgments and they make they um, they have their thoughts about my decisions, um, just like I have my thoughts about their decisions. And irrespective, it's our lives individually, although lived collectively to make the choices and decisions that we feel is best at the time. And, you know, I thought to myself, you know, at one point in your life, you want to be able to just make a decision without being forced to make a decision or someone making a decision for you or having to um, go through all the rhetoric and stuff just to make a decision. And... um I'm not going to say, unfortunately, I'm going to say 
that is not always the case. You know, oftentimes, you know, a decision has to be made, you know, and whether or not you're the decision maker or not, or you're a part of the decision, decisions still have to be made. And the fact that if we don't say anything, we're still making a decision. If we say something, we're making a decision. Um, I, I hope that makes sense. So when I think about the podcast and I think about sharing, that's a decision on what I will share and what I won't share. And even that, I don't know how far it's going to go. I don't know um, what it's going to lead me totally to. But I do know that one of the things that I have to share is my faith. And the reason why I feel I have to share my faith is because so much stuff that's happened in my life, I believe, has had a lot to do with my faith. And whether I've brought it on myself or whether it was just laid on my lap or whether it was placed in my my space, it had a lot to do with my faith. And um, so I, I just can't discount it. And not that I aim to discount it because it's a part of who I am, but I know that in bringing faith up and talking about it, it's, again, the 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 conversation of all times, whereas, you know, we wrestle with it because, again, different strokes for different folks, even within the faith. You know, you have people who are, um, Pentecostal, and that means like the fivefold ministry that believes in laying on the hands and um, speaking in tongues and um, laying on hands, speaking in tongues, and there's some other components. And then you have people who don't even believe in speaking in tongues and they don't believe in laying on hands, or you know, you have people who don't believe in highfalutin praise, or and when I say believe meaning practice that they don't practice you know highfalutin praise it's like it don't take all of that and then you have people who like you know that's what wins God's heart you know um because we were created and to praise him and so in all of that I, I think about again I go back to Ecclesiastes and I think about um the scriptures where it's like there's a time for everything under the sun and it's Ecclesiastes chapter three and it's a really really good um poetic chapter if you will because it really breaks up the times and that how you know at the latter part is nothing but for man to enjoy his life and I feel like sometimes that's not easy you know um and it could be because we're doing stuff in different times and not um, appropriating ourselves, and you know myself included, and learning what to do at what time, and then learning if this is my faith, how do I hear from God, and how do I act on what I hear, and the level of... um, diligence I would say I put in it and then not allowing someone to um rob me of that or robbing myself of that experience 
And I think about Noah. And again, with these stories in the Bible, and I want to go, as I go forward, I want to take it as that only because I know there's people who have not ascribed to the faith. And so the stories in and of themselves are applicable to life, whether or not you want to believe God or disbelieve God, in my opinion. And so when I think about the story of Noah, you have this man who's told to do something. um, And in that he had no reasoning to do it. He had no reasoning to build this boat because there had never been any rain. And so having an understanding that there's going to be a flood and there's going to be rain. And he had that in his spirit. He had that in his mind. He had that thought and he, 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 acted on that and so based on a story it manifested because he acted on something that was within him and had he not because based on the story the flood actually did happen and had he not acted on what he knew to be true and listened to the naysayers and listened to the people who had, I'm sure, the same thoughts he had originally, like, nah, that's not going to happen, then him and his family would not have survived. And again, we're talking about fallen and fragile and humane people. And so then the question is, who is this guy that would get this idea? But then as I'm talking, I'm thinking about the person who started the internet and the person who decided to create the, I mean, we could go as back to creating a light bulb, you know, like why was darkness, why wasn't darkness enough? You know, why wasn't the candle enough? Why wasn't the kerosene light enough? You know, and these individuals who get an idea or get an unction and again, we can say it's from God or we can say it's just ingenuity or creativity or just, you know, being extra or going the, you know, just doing something different that stands out. But that's what made them. That's what made history. That's what added to history. That's what added to the lives that were around at the time. And now we, at this point, eons later are benefiting from it. And so when I think about me as an individual and you as an individual, then the question for me and I would say posed to you would be what is it that's unctioning you to do something that has never been heard of, to do something that seems to be taboo and it seems to be um, crazy that friends and family and community is saying that, oh, no, don't do it. I think about, I, I heard a preacher talk about one day that the woman in the story who touched the hem of Jesus' garment and was healed. And according to the story, the woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. And so for 12 years, this woman 
is bleeding and the story says that she has sought all kinds of doctors and no one could help her and you know in that culture you know it's just disgusting and nasty one but two in the culture you know you're ostracized for being in this and having this infirmity and you know she went and touched the hem of Jesus garment and was healed and he attributed it to her faith and believing that he was capable of doing that and so the person the preacher who I heard talk about it it was like has she told her friends that she was going to touch him they would have been like no 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 don't do that I wouldn't do that if I was you you know and a lot of times I feel like you have people and not even purposely I don't think it's purpose sometimes it is purpose but most of the time I don't think it's purpose I think it's genuine care for you to say no I don't do that or try this or try this and try this and try that um but I I see that irrespective of people telling you what to do and what not to do and making suggestions and all this other stuff, you know, you really have to take the meat and throw away the bones. And it's hard to do because ultimately at the end of the day, we're responsible and you don't want to hear, oh, I told you so, or I should have tried this, or you should have tried this, or you should have did it my way or whatever. And then when people are making an investment in you, um, they, I believe they do have a level of input in what you do and how you do. And I get that as well. But ultimately, it lies with the individual. And so as I attribute to a God that is real and does sit high and look low and, you know, cliche, as we would say, um, I believe that he is able to unction us in the way that we should go in order to manifest the reality of that in which we are seeking and want. And I feel like it's really, really deep. And hopefully as we move forward and these podcasts continue, that we'll go deeper in these conversations, whereas it would be understood for yourself and for me, you know, what is it that we're doing that would give us clarity for our journey because ultimately that it is what it is it's a journey is life is a journey and you know i i find it interesting that we can take confucius and um use his and take you know it's so many pearls of wisdom it's so many different um things said in different ways from different people, you know, I see quotes all day, every day. And that's one of the things that I do love. They're inspirational, they're inspiring. You're like, oh, wow, that's neat. That's good. That sounds good. Let me hold on to that. Let me remember that. And um, let me come back to that later. And we need those things to inspire us. So, again, what unctions us to do that in which we do when people decide to pack up and move across the country with nothing there but an idea is that I just want to move and then they're self-sustainable and they're there or you know that 
I want to start this company and I want to start this business or I want to start this podcast or I want to start something when you have people like, you sure you want to do that? Don't do that. Why would you do that? Oh, and nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to do this. Nobody's going to, you're not going to have a business partner. You're not going to do, you know, and it's like, wow. But if we, if people listened to the naysayers and listened to those who were trying to protect or those who weren't bold enough to try it on their own or bold enough to do it, you know, where would we be? Will we have light? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Um, would we would have had to start over, you know? Um, and so those are my thoughts for today. I hope it makes sense. Yeah, so again, you know, whatever the idea is, and again, you know, I took a leap of faith, if you will, to to start this, not knowing where it's going to go, um, but I started it. And a couple of other things, you know, that's in the making in order to see where they go, but we got to start somewhere. And am I saying that the Lord told me to you know, do the podcast. I'm not saying he didn't. Um, but I will say that it was heavy on my um mind and I was excited about it. And um I that's why I started it. But then and that's another thing now since I'm talking about it, you know, you know, people do put God on the line a lot and you know, only time tells whether or not God is in something or he's not into, he's not in something, you know, um, and that's my personal opinion. And granted, you know, people are so skeptical and which they very well should be because unfortunately you have had so many people misuse the faith and misuse religion as um to hurt people and to manipulate people and to rob people and so I get why you know it's like you you you're very leery as well as you should be because you have so many wolves in sheep clothing you know you have so many pretenders you have so many people camouflaged and hiding out um in the faith and religion and so it's really hard you know to distinguish and so it's just easy to not touch it and not be bothered and to step away to prevent any level of hurt or to prevent being duped or lied to or manipulated and I I, I so get it and so for me you know, that's what causes me to seek more and to research and to read and to pay attention. You understand what I'm saying? Because again, it's out there. And so how do you tell a difference between a counterfeit and the real thing? And there has to be some measure or criteria that is used in order to make the distinction but to say that you're not going to be a part of it because there are counterfeits you know what i'm saying like we don't even do that 
in the economy like we just don't. And you come across a counterfeit, you switch it out, you get a change or whatever, you turn it in, whatever you do in order to get the actual thing. And so that's my goal is to see past the counterfeits to make sure I'm authentic, if you will, that I'm real, that I'm producing realness and therefore anticipating and expecting realness. Yeah, and then being able to make the distinction between what is counterfeit and what is not. And so moving forward, we will see. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Celebrate because it's the weekend, right? Or it's just a new day, however you want to <laughs> look at it. And um thanks for listening. Be breezy. Be, be breezy. All right. Welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. It's rainy and I love it. The breeze is blowing and the rain is just pouring and it looks so tranquil. Um, and it's quiet and it's just peaceful and it seems like nothing matters and so while I'm sitting here waiting for my um, computer to go through its download I decided to um, get on the podcast and so earlier I watched Father of the year with David Spade and I watch it. I normally choose movies that I like the actors and um, I think I needed to giggle. I did watch a little bit of preview which um, invited me to watch the movie and as I'm watching the movie I'm thinking about how we don't get to choose a lot of the relationships that we have in regards to um, their titles or their existence. So we don't get to choose our mothers. We don't get to choose our fathers. We don't get to choose our siblings. We do get to choose um, our spouses. We do get to choose our um, friends. But for the most part, we don't get to choose um who our parents are, we don't get to choose where we're born. Um, we don't even get to choose the faith that we're born, the faith that we're born into. And so it's like you get what you get. And then it seems like the goal is to work with what you have. It's just like, you know, you get the cards that you're dealt. You have to play them out. I've been playing. Um, somebody introduced me to Spades Online because I really like Spades. And it's really hard to get people together to sit and play. Um, so somebody introduced me to Spades on um, on a computer. And I had never even thought about it. And it's funny because when I you play, you get your hand. And I didn't know, like, you know, because everybody that plays Spades plays different. Like, Deuce of Diamonds or Spades. And um, I'll get back to that. Anyway, um, and thinking about 
not being able to choose our family members as we grow and start acclimating ourselves to the world and to life, we can have a tendency to look at um, our parents and to look at our family members and to um, judge them and judge them on what we have now surmised in our mind what a mom should be and what a dad should be and um, I realized that they're human too and I've been you know had these thoughts and stuff like that for a long time and that they're human and they're making the best decisions that they possibly have with the information that they have and I was fortunate with my mom um, to have a good mom and I believe she was a good mom and it's funny because even with siblings how they um, think about their parents and then I finally met my dad eons later which is the word I've been using I guess for the last two days <laughs> but I met him later and I realized how him and my mom got together because of their personalities and I guess time and season and everything and to have more um, but I also have realized why they weren't able to stay together and fortunate for me and I believe because of my faith at an early age, I didn't have any animosity or any resentment or bitterness or anything like that in regards to them not staying together. And I think some children, when relationships don't work out with their parents, to my understanding, when you look at psychology and you just look at the um, process of their lives, they tend to either blame themselves or be upset but that again it comes from looking on the outside of what they have and looking at what other people have and seeing how you know other people parents are together and you know how they seem to be happy and making it work and stuff like that and so it goes back to the cards that we are dealt and it seems that it's unfair to parents to blame them for making choices or indulging in stuff for their ability to cope and to live. And and watching a movie, the dad was just, you know, wild and everywhere and um, just very different than what one would considered to be a normal father but yet and still the child turns out really good and as far as academics as far as um civilization you know being civilized and you know not having any personal addictions or anything like that and the dad did everything in his power which may be limited for some to resolve his relationship with his son as far as having respect and gathering respect from his son and so throughout the course of the movie you see these things happening and then 
at the end, of course, even as I said the other day, that you know the story ends up good. Whereas the son is able to say, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, the fact of the matter is I see your love for me. And I think ultimately that's what matters, showing the love that you have for your children and your children being able to see love despite not getting everything they want or you not being, uh, I guess, an upstanding parent in the eyes of the community. And so, again, that's just one way to look at it. And I'm sure it's a lot of different ways. I have friends who have problems with their parents, you know, and it's it's hard for me because of the mere fact that neither one of my parents are here, um, and it seems like it becomes this maturity to understand that they did what they could, and the fact is that irrespective, they had you you know, brought you to full term and did their best to take care of you. And again, I'm not there. And so I don't know the hurts and I don't know the pains. I don't know um, what was said, what happens behind closed doors. Like, I don't know all of that. But for me, what helped me was that, you know, I'm not responsible for them. And I'm responsible for me. And being grateful for what they were able to do. And realizing that my mom was a woman and that my dad was a man. And, you know, one of the hats that they wore was as a parent. But again, you have the woman and the man components that kind of supersede sometimes the roles that they were given or they accepted rather that they accepted these roles and granted you know it all goes back to our expectation of what does that look like if you're saying you're a mom what does that look like if you're saying you're a dad or (laughs) you know your position is automatically like you inherit this mom and dad role or this sister role or this brother role or auntie role or a cousin's role or whatever like you get it by default and what does that look like and it may look differently to a lot of people but what I will say is that you know I had to put some grace on the situation and I think it helped me to um, not be overwhelmed with their decisions and now as a parent you know you find yourself hoping and praying that your child does not um feel some kind of way about your parenting you know because <laughs> again although there's many books and as though you know we have the book book you know it's still like playing cards it's still like you don't know what the other partner is going to do if they're going if they're going to throw off if they're going to cut 
you know, if they're paying attention, if they're counting the cards, um, if they're going to bid nil, if they're going to, you know, you don't know what the other person's going to do. And then all you could do is play your cards out and not quit and not leave the game. And again, you lose some and you win some and you don't, especially now, you know, when we talk about life, you don't want to lose a life. And again, I, I think that we discount somebody actually, we, we, we say, okay, well, passing away, but it's not physically gone. But again, people counsel out of life all the time without actually being in the grave. And that's what you don't want. Right. You want us to learn how to play life better. You know, you want us to um, know how to communicate better and, and to get some understanding as to where everybody at the table is in relationship to their position. And I think that we we, we make light of it until there's a major situation and then by then it's so far gone where how do you pull this person back when they're in their 40s and they still have this animosity and anger you know where they're still you know not counting um the cost not counting and not and, and discounting that somebody did the best that they could with whatever information they had and I know, and my mom used to say, sometimes your best is not even good enough. And then you go back to the idea of you just can't please everybody. And I don't think there is a blanket answer, you know, but I do think it's something to speak about, something to think about in regards to your position with your family and... um even in the process of choosing our friends, you know, a lot of times they become like family, you know, and it's interesting that when I watch these movies, I see where you have it where people are just so in tune with one another and they're willing to go so far and so deep. And that, again, goes to love. And it also goes to commitment. And it also goes to, of course, likability, I guess. Um, and so, again, when I think about relationships, there's some that we just don't get to choose. And then there's some that we do get to choose. And it just, you know, leads me to the um, the cards, the spades. You know, um, we get to choose how we play those cards, but we don't get to choose the cards that we get. And even in, I think about bidding, you know, sometimes you miss bids, sometimes cards get played and, and win that you didn't even think that it was they were gonna slide, <laughs> right? And then um, you think about Again, the people, the opposing people, and of course, we always want to win. You know, I have a friend that said, "Winning is winning," you know, <laughs> and you want to win, and we want to win in life. And what does that look like? You know, 
I've known people who have been deceased for days and nobody knew that they were gone because either they were ostracized or they ostracized people because of brokenness and hurt. And I don't think that's winning, you know, when nobody knows that you are gone. You know, um, when I was able to bury, you know, my mom, and of course, if nobody wants to go that route, but it's a part of life and do it in a decent way, you know, thanks be to God, that was winning. And so I would encourage us to really think about our relationships with people and definitely with our families and, you know, God bless that you have your parents still, you know, and not to be ashamed and not feeling like they're not enough or that somehow you got the the bad stick or the, you know, you draw the short stick or something like that. Like, it's not cool. And you need to really, you know, address that and wrestle with it. And again, you know, my apologies because I don't know the insults. I don't know the pressure. I don't know um, what has been done um, in regards to make you feel that they're, you know, unacceptable. But at the end of the day, they're yours, you know, and that's what you got. And again, as in a card game, you play it your position and you play it the best way you can and hopefully you know and playing that 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 jack of clubs will win a book you know what I mean because we already know the highest cards in the deck but sometimes a nine walks you know ironically and it's, it's crazy but then that becomes being more strategic in the game and then knowing your partner and then who have you partner with you know in life that will not um allow you to be bitter and upset and resentment and, and have resentment about people and things that have occurred in your life who have you partner with that will you know allow your stuff to slide so they don't feel like they have to cut, you know what I mean? Because they, they don't count the cards and they know that the book is going to walk, you know. Who is it that if you do lose, you know, that they still willing to partner with you for the next time in hopes for a win? And so those are my thoughts for today. And I think they are um, important. I think that they're relevant to our lives and the things that we have to um, consider because again what you don't want to want to happen is that you walk away when the next cards were good cards you know what I mean you had a good hand and you don't want to walk away or allow something to happen where you can't even attempt to fix it because it's done you know and if we get to the point in our lives where we say we don't care and actually mean it then 
that's not winning at all for you or anybody. And again, we get what we get and we aim to make the best out of it. You understand what I mean? Like, you know, it's just, and that's, and to me, that's just being good, you know, at what you do. Because again, you know, we taught to do with little, you know, we know how to do, deal with a lot. But again, if I give you a blank canvas or I give you a, 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 a thing of clay, what can you make out of that? You know, where is your creativity? Where is your, um, your ability to invent and to establish something that's worth lasting? And then when, you know, and again, why do you have to be the creative person, the person with ingenuity? Why do you have to make, you know, limit out of lemonade out of lemons you know and again that's that's up to you you know that's your preference but I know for me um I wanted to have relationships with people and not because I'm a people pleaser but because I desire peace in my life I desire love in my life I desire tranquility I desire people to be happy, you know, um, and whole, you understand what I mean? Like, that's just my personal desire. So if you give me a canvas, you know, I'm going to, um, paint something that you're going to want to see. If you give me some clay, I'm going to mold something that can, um, be used for something. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, me and of itself and I'm sure there's many other people out there but for me I just was thinking about relationships um as far as um our parents concerned and I was thinking about spades because that's something and, and it's kind of addictive so <laughs> I have to monitor myself because you are you play spades and it's like you know you just I'm a, I'm a guest right now but you know you play it and then this person come up and you're like okay are we gonna have harmony are we gonna you know, get this together, we're going to win, and I've had some wins, and I've had some losses, and then um, trying to figure out how, you know, I realized that they only go up to the ace of spades, which is cool, because it kind of alleviates, um, it gives you more books, or you get to choose your books, you already know that's an automatic book, um, and it was just kind of um, something to do, you know, you always need at least something to do, and I'm not really a game player, if you will, in respect to electronics or anything like that so it'll be short-lived I'm sure but for the moment it's just something to do and so it's rainy it's 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 tranquil it's it's nice outside as far as the rain is concerned it's so pretty like I wish I had the energy just to go and just stand in the rain and just let the pitter patter just um just fall on me but it's cleansing I, I think I, I really think it's just cleansing um and so have a good day be safe out there if you're on the roads um and again enjoy continue to enjoy your weekend and until we talk again be breezy and I know it's been a long time since I said it but I don't have a a closing or uh and then so oh I might say to be continued how about that? All right. Have a good one. Later.